Hello, and welcome back to Tales from a Dork. And I'm a dork. I know it's been a while since the last time I did uh, the last episode. I think maybe about a week or maybe two weeks. I'm not really good at telling time. I should probably actually look into because it'll tell me when the date was. But that's okay. That that's okay. And for today's episode, we will actually be talking about how I first started to apply to jobs. I, that didn't come out right. But the how I first was trying to get my first job. Because it's, it's kind of funny. But you could learn a lot too. So if, if you've never had a job before, you may learn from it, from, from my own mistakes. If you're still in high school, you, you'll definitely learn. If you're 80 years old, you'll even learn something. You may even laugh. That's what I always hope for you to laugh and smile. That's the end goal of this whole thing, is to just smile and laugh. But that's what we'll be talking about today. And uh, so I hope you enjoy it. So the first time I actually applied for a job was when I was still in high school. I believe I was a junior. Maybe maybe even a sophomore. Because I graduated high school when I was 19. So I was most likely a sophomore or freshman. And I actually applied to Disneyland. It was online. And while I was fill, filling out the application at the end where it says, do you accept these terms? It said you had to be over 18 to uh, to apply. And <laughs> I was not over 18. So I had to wait. And it, it bummed me out because I really wanted to work there, but I understood. So I actually waited until I was a, until actually I was a senior and I applied. However, I'm sure like most of you will know, when you apply to a job, they want you to have experience, but <laughs> how can you have experience if someone won't take you on without experience? And that's, that's the thing that a lot of people are running into. You need that experience, but yet no one's willing to take you on to give you that experience. It's pretty funny, actually. But I still applied anyways, even if I didn't have any experience at all. And I put it in my application, and I received an email from them saying, Thank you for applying to Disneyland, to the Disneyland Resort, and that if anything comes up, we will keep your your uh, your application on file for I think for for maybe six months I think it is or maybe it's a year because I understand because it's either six months or a year and then they also wrote at the bottom you cannot reapply to Disneyland until after six months you've applied from this state forward so you can only apply to Disneyland about twice, twice every year. 
and I never heard back from them. And during during the summer after I graduated high school, one of my cousins' uncles came down from Japan, and I got to meet his daughter, and we really had a lot of fun. And he asked me, "Why don't you come over with us to Japan when you can, maybe in the spring or so, and you can come and and just stay with us for for as long as like about a month or as long as the visa can allow me to." And so I was excited. So I started on my quest of trying to get a job again because I wanted money to to spend. My parents made the deal to me that if I if I got a job and saved all the money for souvenirs, then they would pay for my ticket to get there. So I I went on the hunt for a job. I I couldn't apply to Disneyland because I already did that, and from the looks of it, it wasn't it didn't sound like they were hiring. So I decided to. Reapply. I decided to apply to maybe something in the mall, or something. Well, in the mall too. It's it's an outdoor mall complex. So I thought, let's let's apply to Seas Candy. I love Seas Candy. Seas Candy is delicious. So me and my mom went to Seas Candy, and there was this girl there, and. We got our chocolates, and at the end, after we we exchanged money, I asked her if、um, if they were hiring and, and if I could maybe put in an application. And she kind of was a little bit rude to us. She told me that they were not hiring and that、um, we could put in an application, but the way she just said it. Well, during during the actual during when we were actually getting the chocolate, she she was just kind of very short with us. We were the only ones in the store, and she she was the only one in the store. It seemed at the time, and it it wasn't very cool at all. And so I asked so I asked her if if I could still have an application to maybe just put it in just just so it's it's there, just like what Disney does. And so she gave me the application, and me and my mom were about to leave when she stopped us and told us, "No, you can't leave. You have to fill it out right here, right now." And we thought that was kind of weird, but we just went with it, and、uh, I filled it out on the on the side by the cash register. And so we gave it to her, and I and I thanked her, and me and my mom walked out. And when we were a little bit distance from the store, my mom, prob- my mom, probably, my mom most likely said something along the lines of, "She's probably gonna throw away, or she's probably gonna throw away my my application." So I thought, okay, if if that doesn't work out, let's let's try something else. So we were living in Arcadia at the time, and a little ways from us was、uh, Toys R Us. 
It was an elder mall complex, and there was a Toys R Us. I, I remember there was a Toys R Us because right by it was a Lens Crafters. Was, and I remember getting my first, first pair of glasses and putting them on and, and seeing the leaves of the tree, as well as seeing the, the Jeffrey Giraffe, the, the Toys R Us sign. That's, that's the wood. I don't know if you'll be able to hear it over the music, but the floors I'm at are creepy. Creepy. (laughs) Floors are creepy. Okay. The floors where I'm at are creaky. So you get the... This is 100% (laughs) as authentic as you can get. I'm not in a recording studio at all. Nope. Sorry. (laughs) And back to the story. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Where was I at? Oh, getting my first pair of glasses. So, we decided to apply. I, I, sorry, I say we a lot. Even if 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 I'm doing it, I say we. I have no idea why, but that's what I do. So forgive me. So I decided to apply to Toys R Us. And I was, I was quite happy about that fact thinking back (laughs) to one of my grandkids telling them do you know where my first job was toys r us i worked at a toy store (laughs) and thinking of their spaces there probably would be an awe going whoa you worked at a toy store Mm -hmm." yeah so that's that's those were my fantasies as I was filling out the application online for Toys R Us. So I put that in, and it said on the application that they would, that I would hear from them from a few days from now. So in the meantime, I started looking for different things here and there. I was careful about what I selected because if I was going to have a job, I wanted to have a job that I was going to enjoy doing, even though if I've never had a job before. I still wanted to work at a place that I was going to enjoy being there. There's no sense in working at a place that you're going to hate. Because if you hate the place you work at, chances are you're going to hate your life because you work there and you have to get up every day just to go to that place you hate. And I don't want that to happen. That That's that's not life. Life should be, you should be working at a place that you are really, that you, that you like that you that you do like so that's why I was careful about where I was going to work at so I applied to Toys R Us and I thought why not apply to maybe some other toy stores maybe in Pasadena I think I tried to apply to the dinosaur farm but they weren't hiring and they didn't have a I'll hold your application for you. I think that's what happened. But in Pasadena, if you've ever been, there is a little pharmacy slash toy shop. And it looks like it was probably been there from the 50s. So I thought, why not? Why not apply there? That looks like a cool little mom and pop shop. And and it looks like it would be kind of fun. and, And it looks like a lot of old people come around and I like old people I I seem to get along with them so why not apply there so me and my mom went to go into the store and well 
all the girls that were working there were very tall. I'm I'm very short. I'm not even five feet. I'm much, much shorter than that. I'm technically in the state of California. I am a legal midget. Technically. In in their eyes. <laughs> so I went to apply here and they were all very tall. They were tall and they were skinny. I liked food. Food is delicious, I won't lie. They were skinny and they were they were blonde. I can imagine what you're probably thinking now, but it's true. Most of them were, were blonde and tall, and they were very beautiful. And it made me feel like a little troll <laughs> coming into their shop. So I asked the, the, the lady at the register if I could apply here, and I kind of felt like she looked me once over and said no we are actually not hiring it at this time right now but if you come back maybe in a few months maybe we'll be hiring again and that was that and it would have been a cool shop to have to have worked in there was an ice cream bar a little toy section uh, a bakery section it was it was really homey in 1950s and i would have loved to have done that but they told me no. And if I had to guess, which I hope it's is not the case, but if I had to guess, it was probably based on on my appearance without even me realizing it. But I knew at the same time. Me and my mom both knew it. So I thought, okay. So I applied to a few more, which I cannot remember at this time. And I, I actually looked to see if I can find it on my email but it was it was a while ago it was years years ago actually and no no luck there i i never saved the, the emails which sucks cuz they kind of delete the emails without you even realizing it back then i didn't realize it now i i i store them like i want to save this and this and this and this so i applied to a few more jobs and and i waited and I actually got a call from Toys R Us. And I was so happy. Oh my goodness. I just wait, I'm going too far ahead of ahead of um ahead of me. Try to not remember what I just said probably a few seconds ago. That's impossible, I know. But, <laughs> so before I got my call from Toys R Us, there you go, I just ruined that surprise for you guys, um, I went to go reapply to Seize Candy. About this time, it had been about a month or so since we went and I applied again, and there was this, there was this lady here working at the counter this time. And she was much older, probably, probably in her 40s, maybe 50s. So she was a very motherly type. And we went to go buy our chocolates. And we, I wasn't expecting to actually get an application again. But my mom had brought up the fact that I'm looking for a job. And the last time we came here, the, the girl was really rude. 
and she asks us to describe the girl. And so we gave her the, descri- uh, the, the description of the girl, and she said, Oh, her. Yes, we've, we've got a lot of complaints about her, so we, we actually let her go. But we are hiring all the time, and no, you didn't have to have to fill out your application right in front of her. You could have gone home and turned it in at any time. So she gave me an application, and she told me, just come back anytime and, and turn it back in. And I was, me and my mom, we were happy that we, that, well, I was happy that she had brought it up. And I got an application. So I, I turned the, I finished, I, <laughs> I, um, applied, I, filled out the application and I turned it into her after getting some chocolates because every time you go to Seize Candy you always have to get chocolates besides the free chocolates that they give you you just that's that's just that that's I think it's a law actually it's not but it should be you go into Seize Candy and you have to get chocolate otherwise why go in in the first place and <laughs> And I put in my application, and she was back again when I gave it to her, and I, and I thanked her, and me and my mom went on our way. So, back to what I was saying. A little while after that, I actually received a call from Toys R Us, saying that they would like me to come in for an interview. And I was, I was excited and, and thrilled that... Maybe my dream of working in the toy shop is going to come true. So I had all these fantasies going on, thinking, me and the kids, we're going we're gonna to have fun. We're gonna, I'm going to show them this is a cool new toy, and we're going to be lifelong friends. Whenever they come by, they go, hey, hey, hey. And so I was excited. So I, I get ready. I put my hair back in a bun. Well, in, in a ponytail, so my mom suggested it make me look more cleaner not because my hair is wild so I put my hair in the bun not in the bun in the ponytail like I said so it gives me a cleaner appearance and my mom parked in the parking lot of Toys R Us because I didn't drive at that point and she told me good luck and that she would wait for me in the parking lot while I, I did my interview so I walked into the store and immediately, the fantasies I had were shattered. <laughs> if if you can remember Toys R Us, at least the one I walked into, it was kind of a little grungy. I forgot about that. So when I looked up, it looked like a warehouse. You can see the, the exposed walls and the the... The, what are they called? The tubes. I can't think of this time. I'm sorry. I don't have the biggest vocabulary. I'm not a rocket scientist. I'm sorry. So you're just going to have to work with me on this point. I will think of what to say after, again, after I publish the episode. And I will probably put little notes going, you know what I was trying to say? They're called this and this and this and this. And it looked like this and this. That's usually how it happens. 
most people will be saying, why don't you write a script? Because it's it's not as fun as coming in as as me telling you like I would be telling you in real life. That's too rehearsed. And I don't want it to be rehearsed. Like I said earlier, everything is rehearsed nowadays. I want this to be actually real with real people. This is a real, real talk right here. And I looked up at the ceiling. And then I looked at the employees, and no one was smiling. That's not a good sign. If you look, if you're interviewing for a job, and no one is smiling at the job you're trying to go for, that's that's that is not uh, that's not a good sign at all. I will tell you that. You want to make sure they're smiling at whatever job you're going for. So I went up to the desk. And I asked this lady, who looked like she wanted just to go home, where could I go for uh, the job interview I, I was supposed to be in for? And she said, oh, you're going to go through this way and that way. She gave me directions to go uh, in the back of house area. So I followed the directions, and when I went to their break rooms, it was really, really, really kind of gross. <laughs> it, it, it needed cleaning. It, it's not that it was dirty, it just wasn't very well kept up. And could have used more nice and vibrant colors instead of the dull construction paper colors that they had on the walls. And the lighting could have been a lot better. <laughs> so I walked into there thinking, this is where I may be having my breaks at. Okay. <laughs> okay. And I thought, you know what? This this is this is fine. This is this is okay. Let's let's just see. And so I sat at the table. And there were a bunch of other people there as well. And then they started talking, and I realized this was a group interview. Now, this was my first interview, and it was a group interview, which is that's this what one time at, on the one hand, this is good, this is good, this is a group interview. On the other hand, I tend to do to do better if it's a one-on-one -on -one basis. Because then I have whoever I'm talking to attention, I hope, I really do hope, I have their full attention, and, and they have my full attention. I like one-on-one. -on -one. You get to learn people so much more better one-on-one -on -one, rather than them with a group because they have to put up a face for for the group, which which don't get, don't get me wrong, we all do that, but I like one-on-one -on -one so much better. And so I sat down, and everyone was talking. And as I was listening to them talk, I heard a lot. As I was listening to them talk, I was thinking to myself, okay, I already know who's going to get the job. This guy's going to get the job because he knows video games. He, he knows which ones are going to come out. She's going to get the job because she's, she's, she has experience. So she, she knows what to do. 
so I thought, okay, <laughs> this is not good. So they all called us in to another a conference room from the break room, and, and it, again, it looked the same, dungy, grungy, and, and it was clean, but just wasn't the kind of place I wanted to work in. There wasn't a very positive feeling in the air. And you can work in a place that's, that's, that's not the best kept up of appearances, but it will still have a positive feeling. So I, it wasn't much of the appearances, it was much of the, the feeling I was getting from, from this break room. We walked in, she shut the door, and we all sat down at this half-circle wooden table. This big table. There was probably maybe about 20, 20 or, or less of us in, in the room. And we all sat down. And I was somewhere in, in the middle, which was good, because she asked us to state our names and she said we're going to go from right all the way to from this side all the way to this side so I had some time and it seemed like all the questions that she's going to talk about were going to go in that same routines which is good glad I wasn't the first person (laughs) glad I wasn't the last just in the middle although I would have wouldn't have mind being the last because then you could really formulate it your thoughts I think that's the correct way. Again, I make up words, so forgive me if formulated is not the proper English. If you're a grammar Nazi, you're not going to like this podcast. You can still listen, but <laughs> you may want to, you know, choke me <laughs> at some points. Sorry. And... So she went, we went around and we told, told a little bit about, about ourselves. And as, as you get to know people, I can, I already knew, okay, these guys are going to get the jobs. I, I already know I'm not going to get this job. I'm, I'm not going to get this job at all. So we went around the room of different questions of why you want to work here, this and that. And thankfully, being in the middle, I kind of got some ideas, so I kind of kind of stole some of those people's ideas. Sorry if any of you guys are listening from that from that group interview. I, I was just starting out. You guys had experience, not me, not me at all. Sorry. You guys did a good job, by the way, and I hope you were happy working, working there. I really do. And finally, they, the because there was two people, they brought out this this toy. It was a knockoff of Mr. Potato Head. And she said, "Okay, I want you to come up with a name. Uh, tell me some features of why someone would want to buy this toy for the child. And um, what's what's the what should be the price in your opinion?" Man, man, oh man. (laughs) And actually, I'm going to have to stop it here. We will 
see what happens next. Thank you so much. Hi, thank you for listening to this episode of Tales from the Dark. Now, I hope to never have an advertiser on here. I hope to never have ads for you because ads, so many people, there's so many things that have ads nowadays and and I just don't like that. (laughs) The only time you'll ever hear me talk about a company is, is when I'm talking about when I work for them. That that's gonna be about it, or when I have to tell you where you can contact me at. But besides that, that's it. I will not be sponsored by anybody. Um, hopefully, in the future, I'll set up a donations page and take donations from listeners. But that's gonna be about it. It's basically gonna be very simple, simple, nice, simple, nice and clean podcast. So, to contact me, you can actually go to Twitter, which is at TalesFromADork1, the one at at the end. And I also have an Instagram, which is at a dot underscore d-o-r-k. Again, I will write everything down in the description for you as well, too. You can also email me at talesfromadork at gmail.com and you can send me stories. You can send me anything. I don't know if you can send me recordings, but anything you would like, I would truly love it. And I would also, also love, I would love to receive anything from you. From you guys and if it's if it's really cool I will well if it's PG first of all or PG 13 I will try to put it on for the next for the next episode as well too and I also have a WordPress right that's what it's called yeah WordPress so I have a blog now the blog is only gonna be for um, transcripts of my show in case any hearing impaired people would like to still still want to participate in the show but obviously they, they, they can't hear it. So <laughs> I will have transcripts for you guys because I understand that you do like podcasts but it's hard to find transcripts from for different podcasts and there is a service but then you have to pay for it. And I, I've met a couple of hearing impaired people, so I'm, I'm going to help you guys out. I know it, it makes no sense me talking about this, but for the people that, for the people that are hearing, if you do want to read it, because you can understand something I said, you can also do this too. So this is open for anybody at all. And again, this will be in the description. So you can go to talesfromadork.home.blog and that's where all the transcripts will be. And that should be about it. So in the meantime, since I'm not accepting donations at this point, um, you can just spread the word. I really would appreciate it. I know you're probably thinking, well, nearly, why is she still doing this 
podcast even though no one's listening because one day because people are gonna listen there's been a few listens but even if i get that one listen it it that that's what it's there for for me to i got a message okay (laughs) the best thing about this podcast it's unedited unpolished it's completely unfiltered so you just never know what's gonna happen (laughs) thank you for listening and i hope i inspired you even if it's just that one listener i hope i inspired you made you smile and maybe even laugh because i know i just made myself laugh so thank you so much have a wonderful day and, and just be kind to each other and don't forget to smile so thank you so much